Hey everyone, welcome to the Flophouse. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Join us, won't you, on a journey of self-discovery that we call the Flophouse <laughs> Mini. Uh-huh. Wow, thanks. Yeah, yeah, this is a mini episode, which means it's uh, marginally shorter than a normal episode. In a regular episode, we watch a bad movie and we talk about it. And then in our off weeks, every other week, we um, just do whatever we want. And guys... Oh, boy, did I uh, take that note to the, uh-huh. the Flophouse Idea Bank. Oh, um, you're driving this one, I started huh? that sentence <laughs> yeah. without knowing where it was headed. Yeah, my idea here, of course, as you know, it's November. Uh-huh. And in Checks opposition and <laughs> in opposition to No Nut November, <sighs> I have <Love> this. <laughs> I have an episode called Oops All Nuts, which is <sighs> I'm saying it's We're sponsored jack by off the entire episode. <laughs> sponsored <laughs> yeah, right. by masturbation. There. Sponsored what? by <laughs> masturbation. Just do it. Don't feel weird about it. No, yeah. not November is tied That's to weird thing. toxic Don't attitudes. feel weird about it. Plus, you know, there's look, like who's who's it hurting other than you if you do it too much? Yeah, uh-huh. man. I mean, like it might hurt. Yeah, if you're if you're like foregoing doing important things for it, then maybe you know dial it back a bit. Oh, but no, I just no I just meant I just meant just a, do it. it. It leads to chafing sometimes, but that's what yeah. lotion is for. I mean, mm-hmm. 100% my favorite like TikToks are the ones where it's just like a serious looking dude staring off like off like a pier somewhere and the text overlay is all like the benefits of not jacking off and I'm like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> they is that what he's thinking about? <laughs> they don't exist. I have it here. Scientific studies say regular sexual activity lowers the risk for prostate cancer, improves memory, sleep and immune cell function and reduces inflammation and the risk of heart disease. So Sam, is I this say the, wait, did we have not all we you pro- want? <laughs> Did we have a? Is this a promotional spot for sexual behavior? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yes, I, uh, I, I will because I will say this: if you don't masturbate, if gravity turned off by accident, there would be more sperm in your testicles, which would help weigh you down back on the earth and keep you from floating y- y- you into outer what? space. <laughs> You've changed my tune. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Yeah. No, uh, no. I mean, it's mostly just a you know a, a hook to hang. The hat of this I, I weird say, premise I'm going to introduce. But. Sorry, that's just okay. for men. Women, keep masturbating. It won't affect your anti-gravity on you at all. Just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. thanks. thanks, Thank you, Ellie. <laughs> thanks <laughs> I for be interrupting inclusive. as I, again, try and get into the premise of the bit. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, oops all nuts is what it is. And we're going to talk <laughs> about some movies with the word nut in the title. Uh-huh. And we're going to answer a couple questions. Number one, have any of us seen these movies <laughs> and number two if we haven't does it seem like a something you'd go nutty for or do you think it sounds <laughs> not so good so i love that i, I was worried you weren't going to have themed responses but i'm glad you do <laughs> you don't if you don't know me by now Ellie. <laughs> um okay so uh, i wonder how many advil dan had to take after stressing his brain out coming up with those puns <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find out we're gonna find Dan's secret notebook of of jokes that were rejected at his day job, and it's gonna it's gonna be like, oops, all nuts crossed out. Well, that's mm-hmm. after years and years of one of uh, Elliot's and mine uh, main jobs as writers of the Daily Show. Well, not main, but most frequent jobs. Coming up with over the shoulder puns. My brain just works this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a daily occurrence. Yeah. Okay, so first off, one of the more famous films with nut in the title. It's mm-hmm. the nut job 
from 2014, rated PG, starring the voices of Will Arnett, Brendan Fraser, Liam Neeson, Catherine Heigl, Stephen Lang, and Maya Rudolph. And here's the... Uh, Here's the, wow, uh, Stephen Lang got some pride of place in Dan's intonation. <laughs> Stephen Lang before Maya Rudolph, too. Yeah, well, it was yeah. kind of a, well, that's those are the credit order, but I, I, it was kind of a, one of these things are not like the other mm-hmm. uh, intonation. Avatar uh, Stephen Lang? Mm-hmm. Here's the IMDb uh, synopsis. Uh, it goes, an incorrigibly self-serving exiled squirrel finds himself helping his former park brethren Survive by raiding a nut store, a location that also happens to be a front for a human gang's bank robbery. So we got some cross-purpose heists, an animal heist, uh-huh. a human heist, uh, a few facts. It's the most expensive animated movie co-produced in South Korea. Oh, okay. And the director of the <laughs> Nut Job's most recent movie is an animated film from 2017 titled No Malone. So what do you guys think? What do you sure. think? What has the sound to you? Now is, it, is, is, is no Malone, Malone is, when post Malone doesn't show up for a gig? <laughs> that, that was my question. Is it about a gnome was alone, or is it that there's no Malones available? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's gnome space alone. Is that part of the Gnomeo and Juliet series of films? No, but I will tell you that I went. I there was a. I, I saw that this movie existed when I was looking uh-huh. at an alternate idea. Uh, based on all of our gnome name <laughs> norm talk, which was <laughs> movies with gnomes. <laughs> I was so. I was wondering is that is the gnome and gnome alone named Norm? But I, at this point, I'm going to guess the answer is no. Uh, no, his name Gnorm apparently. That somebody on Twitter was sure to correct me that the character does pronounce his name Gnorm, and I was like, look, I don't know. I thought I made it very clear that this was not a movie yeah, I had personal I'm experience with. Pretty sure there was four guys talking about a movie they'd never seen and just googling <laughs> images. Yeah, that seems accurate. That's okay, so accurate. the nut I job. I I have not seen the nut job. You've it's an animated movie job. for children. Yes, and Elliot, and it, this would make it the most in your wheelhouse, having children. Yeah. I don't know whether you've ever had I have not seen it. What year did past? it come out? 2014. So that was the year that my older son was born, and so I managed to avoid all the mm. children's movies that came out that year. Okay. Uh, but if but if you have any questions about the Hotel Transylvania series, I yeah. can now answer that for mm. you. Because With certainly movies expire after one year, and there's no way that a child would ever see a movie made before he was born. In my so, in my house, they're either going to watch a movie that is 80 years before they were born, or they're going to watch a movie from this year. Nothing that's fair else. fair enough. <laughs> so the Hotel Transylvania movies, are they more or less horny than the Munsters movie that we just watched? Mm. Uh, I mean, less, I suppose, but... Uh, Although there were a lot of people on the internet who were apparently horny for the Invisible Man and and yes, mad that they were very unhappy when they found out that the character who wears glasses and sounds like David Spade was not a was not a Jack Skellington sort of goth emo hunk mm. when it was revealed what he looks like. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, I so I have not seen the Nut Job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what were my what were my categories? It sounds like something well, I would go nutty for. Yeah, or before. <laughs> Before you make your final judgment uh, on, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I just want to say it has a 37 on Metacritic. 37. So yeah, number two. Does it seem like something you'd go nutty for, or do you think it sounds not so good? 
Well, with a 37 on Metacritic, I think I might be into it, actually. <laughs> mm. Well, I should let you know, on Nutacritic, <laughs> mm. it gets 100%. That's oh, critics who specialize yeah. in movies about nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's I'm going to say on. that I, it's oh. not nut, nut in my wheelhouse. Was that, <laughs> not in your wheelhouse. Was that mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next film with nut in the title we got here is 2017's The Taste of Betel Nut. Mm. Not rated. It's from Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, a film with... A film with, as far as I can tell, no Wikipedia page, in case anyone wants to work on that. Is this the one where when you say betelnut, 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 the taste appears in your mouth? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, this one, the the summary, and I apologize if I mispronounce anything, but uh, Lee, Lee Key works for a dolphin show. His friend Rin Yu works karaoke on the beach along the coast where they live when a young woman, Bai Ling, joins the two men. A three-way relationship seems possible. I'm into it. Together. Together, <laughs> they set out to test the limitations of a restrictive society and their own sexuality. But a shocking event that rocks them to the core will have a deep and lasting effect on them. And uh, as I said, no Wikipedia page, but I will provide the background that betel nut is actually a type of berry that is chewed wild, widely across Asia with effects similar to nicotine. And also similar to nicotine, it has a litany of negative health effects on nearly every part of your body. So oh, great. if you're not yeah. already chewing betel nut, maybe don't start. The yeah, description your, of the movie... really, really brown, I think. Yeah. The description of the movie kind of sounds like Ito Mama Tambien, but it has a dolphin show, so it's got to be better, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, because it's like Ito Mama Tambien with Zeus and Roxanne thrown in. Uh, <laughs> I, think it, I mean, it sounds like Ito Mama Tambien with a little bit of burning. And those uh-huh. are both really good movies. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? I this I'll you'll I'll, go nutty I'll, for I'll, it. I'll go nutty for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go, well, let's go nutty. <laughs> well, okay. I'll nuts and bolts to the theater to see it. I couldn't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. the the category. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Stuart, you oh, you said you were into it as soon as you heard that there was a a, a dolphin threesome. show and a threesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a movie. You know, as we go further back in time, there's I feel like there's more and more. Okay. A uh, chance that Elliot uh, will have seen one of these. Not that they're all in like chronological order, but this one is yeah, uh, yeah. a little older. This is from 1969. Perfect it for Elliot. An, yeah. It, it bears That's an, my favorite number in it. 19. An, <laughs> an M rating. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, the title is Some Kind of a Nut. And uh, the description is, In this comedy satire on conformity, Dick Van Dyke plays a Manhattan bank teller who grows a beard when he develops a rash from a bee sting. He is promptly fired from his job while his co-workers stand beso- behind him. And that, uh, again, stars Dick Van Dyke, Angie Dickinson as his wife, and Rosemary Forsyth. Written and directed by Garson Kanan, who wrote oh, wow. Born Yesterday and Adam's Rib and directed yeah. My Favorite Wife, as well as doing work on the screenplay. So that is some kind of a nut from 69. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I have not seen that one. I haven't seen it. Yeah. This one, you know, I mean, I'm supposed to be the uh, sort of impartial moderator of yeah, this whole. Yeah, it, but it's hard. But and you've been, doing, you've been doing a great job keeping this, your objectivity. Yeah. yeah. This is maybe towards the top of the list of movies on this that I'm kind of curious about now. The idea of Dick Van Dyke uh, in a satire about conformity. My so guess he, is he that grows a beard because he gets stung by a bug. What was the? Yeah, he gets stung by a bee. I think, or he gets a yeah, he gets a rash. 
grows a beard to cover it up, and then he's uh, fired, uh, presumably because now he looks like one of these newfangled hippies. Yeah, yeah. that's my guess. My, this is a movie that it sounds like there's a lot of potential, but the, the late 60s especially were a time when there was a lot of kind of lugubrious comedy yeah. uh, with older people trying to kind of grapple with the way young people do things. So I'm worried it might be one of those. And at some point, Dick Van Dyke's going to go to like some kind of hippie rave and, uh, and a band that was I, that had like a one-hit uh, wonder career at the time got hired to do it. And there'll just be a scene of them playing while young women dance and Dick Van Dyke kind of dances in a goofy way and, and looks like confused and bizarre about what's going mm-hmm. on, like bewildered. I'm worried that scene's going to happen with a lot of flashing colors and lights and things like that. But maybe it doesn't. Do you, I understand. do you dislike that kind of scene because you fear that someday you'll be the Dick Van Dyke in that scene? I mean, surrounded I've, by young people dancing and I've, I'm feeling bewildered. I've always been the Dick Van Dyke mm. in that scene, even when I was a young person. I was the Dick mm-hmm. Van Dyke in that scene. But it's more that the uh, there's there's a there's a, one of the, it's one of those there's a lot of those movies at the time where an older person is kind of confused by young people and that's played for laughs and the and then they're like this is the funniest thing that's ever existed. Let's have yeah. the scene go on for 17 and a half minutes. Yeah. You know, yes. it's the same thing that happens with uh, comedy car chases a lot of the time where they're like, you know what's funny? Cars kind of sliding around and bumping into each other. Let's have that happen forever. We'll call it the Blues Brothers. Now, Elliot, I know the sort of late 60s movie and, and movie scene you're talking about, and I know the lugubrious pacing you're talking about. The lugubrious pacing is really the problem. I will, because I will say that. Uh, while a modern, you know, show doing a thing where they're like, uh, aren't kids weird these days? Generation gap shrug. Like that would anger me, but I am charmed by seeing like films from earlier generations where out out of it, uh, adults make fun of with it teens. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, I could see that. Sure. Uh, so what, what do you guys say though? Are you, uh. Are you, are you, I mean, I'm, I'm are on you board. Nuts to butts for this one? Or are you nut gonna... it up. I'm on board. Nut it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say nut for me on this one. <laughs> okay. So uh, for the for the last uh, film before our our break for our sponsors, which better have... be fucking planners or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> our, our sponsor today, which is oh no, the Peanut Allergy Safety Council. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, peanuts are a legume, so we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Good. Thank you. Uh, so, of course, yeah, that's you what I was worried about the legumerous <laughs> pace of these movies. <laughs> so, you know that uh, you knew that this had to be on here from 1987. It's a little film wait, called wait, actually, wait, Nuts, can, wait, can, Rated oh, R. After, after you mentioned nuts, I'll, I'll complain about leg- I have a complaint about legumes. Okay. Which is okay. Go, you know, Lay you know a me. peanut's not actually, they go, you know, a peanut's not actually a nut. It's a legume. As if I'm supposed to know what the fuck a legume is. Like I it's just go around knowing what legumes yeah. are all the yeah, time. Yeah, because it's right? weird for you to just wander around spouting <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the idea that I'm supposed to be like, oh, it was a legume this whole oh, time? As oh. if I have any, as if I have any that changes for legumes everything. other than a peanut <laughs> being it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I need to say, amend my way. <laughs> when people mm. go like a tomato is not a vegetable but a fruit I'm like I've heard it before but I know what fruit is I know what vegetable is it makes sense mm-hmm. a legume I don't know it's it's I only know it in terms of peanuts being it surprisingly yeah. when they're like so. Elliot a uh, tomato is uh, a fruit not a vegetable and Elliot's like I wasn't gonna eat that shit anyway <laughs> <laughs> get away from me 
Okay. Well, the Give air me an of that- onion so I can just take a bite out of it. Yeah. Well, the air of that announcement was only let out a little bit by Elliot's uh, bean rant. Uh, this yeah, is not from yeah, 1987. Damn, Elliot's I a did. real bean dad. <laughs> I am only in that I'm a dad, and me and my family love to eat beans. That's the only. Otherwise, uh, nothing in common. The plot of nuts. Hashtag not all bean dads. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm nuts is, is, is thus, it goes thusly, uh, a high-class call girl accused of murder fights for the right to stand trial rather than be declared mentally incompetent. Is and that lo- what nuts is about? Yeah, and look at this, listen oh. to this cast. You got Barbara Streisand, Great. Richard yeah. Dreyfuss, Maureen uh, Stapleton, Eli Wallach. Those are the top four. Uh, Do you uh, say Eli Wallach? Eli mm-hmm. Wallach is in it. Oh, it's based wow. on an off-off-Broadway play by Tom Topor, not Torpor, as I originally mm-hmm. thought. So he's not excited, a vampire but, but. who has taken too much damage and instead of dying mm-hmm. falls into this weird fugue state that's called yeah, Torpor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's not uh, Topol, the star of Fiddler on the Roof. No, it's Tom Topor who also wrote The Accused. And this one's directed by Martin Ritt of The Long Hot Summer, HUD, Ombre, Norma Ray, and other films. Sure, now, yeah. Is he related uh, to trivia. the like Rit uh, clothing or hair dye company? It's hair dye, right? Uh, well, how's it spelled? I th- uh, spelled? I'd have to. I don't know. I didn't know this was a spelling <laughs> well, show. Well, you know, have your research <laughs> in front of you before you is, ask a question. Dan, is Martin <laughs> Ritt? Right. Yeah, fair point, counselor. Uh, is Martin Ritt related to Rit F. Habeas Corpus? <laughs> yeah, that famous character. That's the name um, of like a Dick Tracy side character. So. A little uh, trivia. Rit Die is spelled <laughs> R-I-T. Oh, no. Martin Ritt spells his name with two T's, right? Yeah. Much T. like a certain Elliot Kalin. Two T's unite. Mm. Me and Martin Ritt. <laughs> Brothers <laughs> of two T's for two T brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You're a real T.T. boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's like T.T. Facts- Barnum said, <laughs> there's no such thing as bad publicity, T.T. <laughs> <laughs> a, fl- a few flacks. A few facts about... There's nuts. a sucker born every minute. To t- <laughs> That's what T.T. <laughs> Barnum said. Uh, this mm-hmm. is Carl Malden's final film. Uh, it's oh. also Leslie Nielsen's final dramatic film role. Uh, the next year he Before he became a creature of pure parody. And yes, never <laughs> yeah. looked back. And also Bar- ba- Barbara Babs Streisand got $5 million <laughs> to appear in this film, which is the highest salary for an actress up until that point for mm-hmm. nuts. Oh, yeah. Get that bag, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Big hit. Movie Nuts, <laughs> based on a play. So, I, I'll tell you why I'm curious to see nuts? this movie. I've yeah, never seen it, a- but I I do remember seeing the commercials for Nuts airing on WPAX Channel 11, New York's movie station, when I was a kid, and thinking it must be a comedy because it's called Nuts. And yeah. so, so I'm very curious to see it. I've ne- it's one of these movies from the. I feel like there's a lot of movies from the 80s that I never saw because I wasn't old enough to see them at the time, and they just never got around to them later. Yeah, and I've been slowly. Catching yeah. up on that. So, yeah, I would go to see Nuts. Yeah, you're no, like I'm, a robot cop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Detroit, I guess. <laughs> this is another one of the top ones on this list that I'm actually kind of curious about, uh, both for the, of course, top notch cast the and cast. also top nuts cast. Top nuts cast. <laughs> <laughs> also, to flashback there. <laughs> to flashback to a time when uh, actors were highly paid for starring in. Courtroom dramas and uh, yeah. yeah. So what? So what other characters do they reveal in the end credit scenes that then go on to to be in the sequels? 
Uh, like I is don't Matt know Murdock what bit you're this? doing. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the kind of movie mm-hmm. actors get paid a lot of money for now, is to play yeah, a exactly. character who showed up in a few books in the 1960s, uh, and now they're run- that's the only characters left. So is that's Pip right. the Troll in it? <laughs> I mean, Pip the Troll's a great character. Anyone from the Starlin world is a great character. You know, uh, this isn't really a spoiler. It's a don't bother to stick around. There's no very end of the post credit scene and we kind of forget forever and I was so relieved. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Oh, cool. Uh, there's, like a, up. there's just like a middle of the credit scene? There's a shortly after the beginning of the credits we, we pop back for a little bit of something. Dan, but, uh, is, it, so. is it Pip the Troll? <laughs> no, Pip the Troll is nowhere to be seen. Oh. Well, okay, what spoiler other, what? everybody. Make sure we put the spoiler tag up front on this yeah, spo- episode. Spoiler, no pip the troll in Wakanda <laughs> no forever. Pips. This is rated <laughs> NP for no pips. Uh that the but I would that makes I feel like that's a mercy on the audience because that movie's like two hours and forty minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. Wakanda forever. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll tell you the only feels the only like parts, it, right? Well the only Wakanda part forever. <laughs> no, <laughs> Man, what is Wakanda forever? <laughs> actually actually the only parts I felt bored during Wakanda Forever were the standard issue uh previs Marvel fight scenes that were just as boring as mm. they have been. Yeah. Uh, Every time I see the poster, I can't stop thinking about that fucking tweet about Ruth Conda Forever. And it <laughs> both makes me happy and makes me want to die forever. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, Manolo? Guess what? What, what, what? Dr. Game Show has made it to 100 episodes on Maximum Fun. Oh, that's true. I knew that. Well, to celebrate, we are releasing our entire Earwolf archives to Max Fun members. That's anyone who gives $5 or more monthly to support podcasts like Dr. Game Show. That's 63 episodes with in studio comedian guests like Jason Manzukas, Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers, Joe Para, Todd Berry and Janine Garofalo, Connor O'Malley, Chris Gethard, and more. Plus, three bonus episodes that include two pilot episodes. Wow, two pilots must be good. Find the feed at MaximumFun.org slash BOCO, B-O-C-O. Stands for bonus content. Mm-hmm. Presenting the new MaxFunStore.com. We've got shirts for your torso, hats for your head, drinkware for your finest beverages, and so much more. Starring your favorite MaxFun shows with new and classic designs. Find the perfect gift for the podcast fan in your life. Heck, that could be you. We're not judging. Head to MaxFunStore.com now. That's MaxFunStore.com. So now that we've reached the midpoint of our uh, nut film rundown. (laughs) (laughs) It's an adventure. I just want to say that this uh, episode is sponsored by Lumi Labs. If you're uh, listening to a podcast that's riffing on No Nut November by talking about a bunch of movies with nut in the title, you've probably heard about microdosing. You sound like a pretty hip person. Mm -hmm. If not, please just know that all sorts of people are microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better. Uh, Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Uh, you know, do you think that I could, uh, come up with an idea like this without microdose gummies? You'd be a fool. Yep. <laughs> microdose mm-hmm. is available nationwide <laughs> to it's learn more. Gateway to nuts. <laughs> about microdosing THC. Go to microdose.com and use code FLOP. Flop is what it spells to get free shipping. Uh-huh. 
and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com code flop. Yeah, I and, literally uh, just re-upped my uh, my subs- what stash mm, of, uh, of yeah, you know the lingo. Yep. Uh, okay, <laughs> I gotta so, pass uh, with these cool kids. Hey, hey, Dan, Dan, do you want to hear my new slogan for microdose gummies? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why hey, not? can I have some of those? Those what? Microdose gummies. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh man, you should have checked with them to see if you get paid extra. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> oh, wanted I that. Know. I know. So well, my future is in advertising, or should I say, nut advertising? Dan, take us back to the nuts, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> what a well, transition. The next, <laughs> the next title. <laughs> Talk about a nut. Who's George That's Lucas? A segue for nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we return to one of the more recognizable titles on the list, despite being uh, <laughs> a huge bomb. This one like is the from peanut butter solution, like nineteen. 19- <laughs> 94, it is called Mixed Nuts. I figured Mixed Nuts was the one you were talking PG-13. about. PG-13. Yeah. Uh, what's the story of Mixed Nuts? I'm glad you asked. Philip runs a crisis hotline with Catherine mm-hmm. and Mrs. Munch, Munch, Munchnik. I, I don't know if she's related to Munchnik from the, but this is Munchnik, I guess. That's the easy part. Now it gets tricky. Ellis Island changes all names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stanley loves evicting people and he evicts Philip. Philip loves helping people and he's loved by Catherine. Catherine is loved by Louis, who loves writing songs. Chris loves dancing to songs and loves to wear large dresses. Gracie also loves to wear large dresses because she's pregnant. She loves the baby's father, Felix, who loves to paint. Dan, are that you okay? Just, that just leaves Mrs. Munchnik, who hasn't been loved by anybody in a very long time. Whoever, <laughs> whatever user of IMDb who wrote that. <laughs> Congratulations. This is this is a film directed by the queen of romantic comedy, Nora, Nora Ephron, and co-written with her sister, Delia Ephron, starring Steve Martin, Madeline Kahn, Robert Klein, Anthony LaPaglia. Uh, who else is in there? You got, uh, what's his Heavy face? Heavy hitters. Uh, Gary Shandling. <laughs> what's his face is in it? Oh. Uh, Adam Sandler, young Adam Sandler. Many other notable comedians and stars. It had a box office of six point eight million on a budget of twenty million. It's Ooh. a remake of the French comedy La Père Noël est un order, and uh, it's Liam. What is that? What does that directly translate to, Dan? Well, Father debut. Christmas is something, right? Yeah, Father Christmas is a something. I don't. Let's let's <laughs> uh, look up what the throw that shit into Google Translate. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's see. Wait, why? Okay. Okay, well, Dan has uh, trouble with Google Translate. English. I'll just say that this is another one that I've never seen, but I'm curious about, if only because it's a, it's one of those movies that has an amazing cast, and yet, and I remember seeing ads for it, and yet I've never heard anyone talk about it ever in the history of my life. So, And I'm, in, I'm intrigued by uh, flops of this era. The mid '90s, early mid '90s. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. they're all. I guess they're kind of boring usually, but that's just because they don't have enough. They're not fast or furious enough for me, guys. I guys. think there's something about movies from that time because I grew up during that time where it's like, oh, it feels like coming home. Like movies yeah. from like the late '80s, early '90s. It's like, oh, this is this is. I can pull these on like an old pair of sweatpants, you know, like some cozy mm-hmm. pajamas. Two legs mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, just, well, what I do is I I put them on my sweatpant frame and then I jump into them. I climb yeah. on the bed and I jump into uh-huh. them into the pants off of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now you got to shut up because this is a good uh, payoff. <laughs> okay. The, the meaning is uh, quote solid waste from the bowels of people or animals. So basically, 
Father Christmas is a shit is the Oh, I see. So there you Hilarious. go. That's a better title than Mixed Nuts, but it doesn't apply to the game, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're not Unless there's the- nuts in the shit. You never know sometimes. <laughs> so could be. They don't digest easily. You uh-huh. you both were going to go nutty for Mixed Nuts is what I heard, I think. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah, that's a good so. interpretation of what we just said. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, next up is a, a film from uh, 1968. Uh, this 2001, is a-, a Nut Odyssey. <laughs> This is a Soviet movie. It's a nut, 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 nut world. (laughs) (laughs) The nuts are coming. The nuts are coming. A Soviet film from 68. Uh, Its key key words for genre on IMDb are comedy, romance, war film. And it's called. That's very. Only the Soviets can do that. It's called A Hard Little Nut. And the description is during World War II. Two Soviet soldiers, man and woman, accidentally parachute into a Nazi camp. The film's title is a pun on the word nut in Russian, Orishek, <laughs> as the lead character's last name is Orishekina. So that's oh, all the information okay. I have on a hard little nut. There's not a lot about it to be found. But, mm-hmm. uh, Elliot, this seems like, I don't know, I've got, I fingers crossed, this sounds maybe up your alley. It totally sounds up to my. I've never seen it. Uh, you you know me when it comes to Eastern European movies. I know the Czech, the former Czechoslovakia, better than I know Russia when it comes to '60s comedies. But uh, yeah, it sounds it sounds super fun to me. I mean, it's got all the all the things you need in for for a comedy. You've got the horrific Soviet experience of World <laughs> War II. Mm-hmm, You've got go the on. phrase Nazi camp, which you can't go yep. wrong with that in a comedy yep. description. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to have to try I to mean, find maybe, this I mean, maybe when they say camp, they mean like, like a campground. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, maybe it was summer camp. And, uh, and you know, if there's a country that did humor well, it was the USSR, <laughs> which I know Classic, is a collection yeah. of different states, different countries. Uh-huh. I mean, but, uh, it's not that far from Hogan's Heroes, right? No, that's true. And Hogan's Heroes, as everyone knows, is a laugh riot, a gut-busting <laughs> laugh riot that in no way makes light, uh, tastelessly of a, of a, Particularly terrible time in human history, but I yeah. feel like I do want to see it. I'm just, I'm just curious about it. Okay, uh, Stuart, Although, what do you? You know, there's I'm just saying, there's you know there's going to be some scene where the Nazis are at some kind of hippie rave and there's a rock and roll mm-hmm. band playing and there's yeah. like lots of young ladies dancing and flashing uh-huh. lights and colors and the Nazis are like, oh, what? And they're bewildered. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're that like happens. groovy, baby. Uh huh. Shagadelic. Uh-huh. So if it's going to be shagadelic, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's uh, it. I'm going nuts for it. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. We're nuts well, for this one, yeah. Here's another, uh, our second film uh, that is based on a play. It's based on a, the 1925 play of the same name. It's mm-hmm. called The Poor Nut, 1927. <laughs> uh, synopsis, a shy botany student is infatuated with a girl, but gives her the wrong impression of what he's really like. That could mean nearly anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, that's <laughs> your imagination <laughs> runs wild. <laughs> Let him run wild. Uh, directed by Richard Wallace of A Night to Remember, starring Jack Mulhall, Charles Murray, and Gene Arthur. And a little bit of trivia: this was Paul Kelly's last film before he was convicted of manslaughter and sent to prison in mid 1927. By the time it was released, oh, Kelly fact. was behind bars. And distributors opted to remove Kelly's name from the credits, even though he was featured in a prominent role. 
Dan, so I gotta I gotta nut. interrupt and say thank you for allowing us to rightfully add the true crime tag to this episode. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this sounds pretty good. Like I love uh, I love romantic comedies that also include science, like Love Potion Number Nine and Hollow Man. <laughs> so I'm into it. Well, wait, wait, Hollow hold Man? On. Wait a second. <laughs> Stuart is. I've only started Hollow Man away from the away from his microphone with like a little devil look on his face. <laughs> Stuart is has wheeled out of ca- out of camera range. <laughs> Got him. Mm. Sounds pretty good. Okay. Well, uh, the poor nut. What do you think about this? Does this sound up your alley? It's about a botany student, infatuated girl, gives her the wrong impression of what he's really like. Yeah. I mean, who among us? I said nut to be missed. Who among (laughs) us early in our romantic relationships maybe don't, you know, present the full truth of who we are as a person? It's It's a relatable story. Now, yeah. now, I, now, it's yeah, it's true. We've all been there. We're all been botany students. He's who making a hard sell with a girl, but give her a wrong impression of what we're really like. That guys, we've all done I, that. I bought some uh, stock in the poor nut. I got <laughs> You're really pushing that poor sure. nut. Yeah, you you bought the stock before you learned about the Paul Kelly thing. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I will say I'm looking it up now on IMDb. I'm not familiar with it, but I see Gene Arthur is listed as one of the cast members, and I mm-hmm. love Gene Arthur. Who doesn't? From Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and sure. Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. Did uh, You Can't Take It With You. She's she's in lots of great stuff. Is she adorable, related to so. uh, to Arthur, the guy who's stuck between a moon and New York City? <laughs> no, but she is related to Arthur the Aardvark from the <laughs> children's <laughs> book and television series. Did we, oh, ever, that makes <laughs> did we ever get anyone to rescue Arthur and the Jaws of Life? <laughs> this, look, Dan, that's what happens. Let, let this be a lesson to masturbators everywhere. The man didn't have enough didn't have enough semen weighing him down, and now he's caught between that's the moon and That's a good point, City. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, well, with that, we we go to our final film <laughs> of the night. This one's from 1935. Third film adapted from a play of the same wow, name. Elliot, it, Elliot is drooling when you said 1935. He's I, like, I suddenly, can't wait. I was like the I was like the wolf in the in the Tex Avery cartoons. Tongue lolled out, <laughs> head turned into a steam whistle. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, called The Nut Farm. It stars Wallace <laughs> Ford and Betty Alden, and is directed by George Wagner of the Fighting Kentuckian and the Wolfman. The the synopsis is Bob and Helen decide to move to California and make a fresh start. Bob wants to buy a nut farm, but oh, Helen's the title. But Helen uh-huh. dreams of being in the movies. While Bob is looking for a farm to buy, Helen is taken in by a group of scam artists who promise to make her a star. Helen's brother Willie tries to prevent her and Bob from losing all their money to the scam artists. That's the nut farm. I do like the introduction of Willie late in the game on that yeah. description. I was surprised uh, just reading it. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a real twist. Yeah. So you know, if people can buy a zoo, they might as well buy a fucking nut farm. So I'm like in. A, yeah. Nut farm you can make is a good pencils start. Out of nuts. <laughs> we might as well <laughs> buy a whole farm of those nuts to yeah, make fuck a bunch it. of pencils. I mean, I drink <laughs> milk it. made Let's out of nut all pencil. all the time. <laughs> Let's go into the pencil biz. You know? I, I got uh, the only problem is I I had a nut farm briefly and unfortunately uh, the Nutcracker showed up and yeah. that guy and his whole army they just wrecked all my nuts yeah. and I was like yeah. I had to call in a rat king to to get him to leave and it was a whole deal it was a whole ordeal and I have so. a nut farm allergy not to nuts <laughs> but as soon as they're gathered together agriculturally <laughs> you just yeah to the agricultural techniques that that <laughs> that raise such a crop yeah. <sighs> 
Well, what do you guys think? Are you go, are you gonna go nut for the nut? <laughs> go I'd, nuts for nuts. I'm definitely. Are you go nuts, nuts for the the numeral for nuts? <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say nut without my daughter. Let me at that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna say nut thing will keep me from seeing the nut farm. It's got nut Wallace thing Ford in it. Compares to you, you being the nut farm. And Wallace Ford is is one is a cast member, a supporting cast member of my second favorite movie of all time. Shadow of a doubt. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to see. Maybe the Nut Farm also has the spine tingling thrills that one of Hitchcock's great underheralded masterpieces also possesses. Because it's got the same actor in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably the same. Now, what if now, Dan, if you yeah. had to choose one of these movies to mm-hmm. be mashed together with another one of these movies, which would it be? In some sort of sort of nut butter, <laughs> like a like a like a nut medley or a paste. Exactly, yeah. To mush it into a butter or a paste, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like in a sort of a culinary way or as a as a movie? As, as feel, a movie. Okay, because I feel like culinarily you want to have the mixed nuts in there no matter what because you're getting I, a wide I would variety argue, of nuts. <laughs> I would argue whichever variety is a more fertile vein for improv comedy. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I, you know what? Let's move. Let's put mixed nuts and nuts together, so that Barbara Streisand, you know, can call the crisis line that Steve Martin had. Like, like you know, she is in crisis. She, you know, they're trying to make her out that she has lost her sanity, and this is why surprisingly reasonable. She's a prostitute. Yeah, surprisingly yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the thing I did. Oops, all nuts. <laughs> as, as you were, oops, all nuts. Oops, as, all nuts. <laughs> As, as, as the night winds down, <laughs> that nutty moon is high in the sky. <laughs> yeah, so why not turn off this podcast and, you know, if you want to, you know, not take place in you No know, Nut November, you can. And if you don't, that's fine, too. Do whatever you want. Don't do some stupid thing based <laughs> yes. on just, some stupid fake science. I'm just worried. I'm just worried that what what Dan's going to do for D's nuts December. That's going to be uh, rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Dan, so I, you know what? Yeah. If if you want if you want to watch a movie about nuts, if you want to eat a nut, if you want to be a nut, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. I uh, am yeah. loving watching you guys come up with ways to come up with this like final soliloquy. I have no idea. There's no real like. <laughs> Lessons to learn to tie What's this the off. thread here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperately trying to come remember what I saw in the Nutgina monologues. Uh, yeah, exactly. The series of a series of monologues oh, by Eve Nutzler. Uh, so always remember, Nut stands for never underestimate <laughs> this. And wait, this so the is S, the podcast, the, S, the flop house. Wait, the S, the S in nuts is the last letter of the this that the T stood for. Yeah, <laughs> that's math. Uh, thank you to our uh, our network, Maximum Fun Network, for keeping us on the network even after this episode drops. Thank you to Alex Smith. <laughs> Who uh, edits this and shapes it, hopefully. And thank you. <laughs> shapes it. To all of you. No, 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 no. It's perfect. It's a perfect uh, jewel as it is. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. so the I, thing is, is that Alex is like a ghost, and we're at the potter's wheel trying to make this awesome episode. And Alex is like, I'm going to make that shit even hotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, th- and thank you all for listening. Uh, for the Flop House, <laughs> I've been Dan McCoy. And I've been Stuart Wellington. <laughs> 
and I'm Elliot Kalen, and you know Kalen stands for Keep Always Laughing at Nuts. Good nut to you. <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported